heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. So even if Joe Biden's science and the globalist science was right, which it's not, you have to ask yourself, why would any U.S. president take the unprecedented steps to dismantle the American economy so that we can't compete globally with other world leaders? Those same nations I'll speak to you about today, such as China and India, uh, they're laughing at us, completely laughing at us. It's To them, it's a joke, It's but, but it's very prosperous to what's taken place. They, these countries will reap all the rewards in big, big ways as we cut ourselves down to size. And yet these countries I'm speaking about are the biggest polluters in the world by far. They have far more people than the United States has. They don't care what the IPC says, what the World Economic Forum says, what any of these global entities say. They could care less. They don't even play by those standards. As you see, they just blow off the G8. They don't care. They're not part of any of that. They beat to their own drum, and they're going to do what they're going to do. They do nothing to curb their emissions, their pollutions whatsoever. But at the same time, they continue to build their economies and their lifestyle while Americans are taking a really a sucker punch to the gut. It, it is really eye-opening what's transpiring right now, friends. Welcome into the voice of a nation. It is Malcolm Out Loud here. Malcolm at 8, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the iHeartRadio network, uh, America Out Loud Talk Radio. This is not only economic suicide, what I share with you today, but it goes even far greater than that. This is going to pull us down, for, for sure, back to the Stone Age. In fact, I would suggest to you, it is going to be a build back better to the Stone Age, what is transpiring here. And, you know, as people run around with their heads cut off, all these chicken littles thinking that the climate thing is happening and the sky is falling, uh, you know, they're also going to reap the, uh, the the terrible rewards of what America is doing to itself. They're, they're going to see this in real time happen. But at that point, it will be too late, friends. Now, the numbers and the stats, and there's a couple of very significant uh, critical stories that I want to share with you today that I want you to understand, but we'll get into the weeds a little bit of how insane these stories are and how they're playing to this big, bigger point I'm making with you. And the bigger point is this, really. The information we'll talk about today should emphasize to everybody the urgent need for all Americans to push back hard against this radical takeover. Because a lot of the things that are being implemented right now and being set up 
with the Biden administration. And this is that cabal of people that Biden has put around him. These are the same cast of characters that surrounded Barack Obama. Now, isn't that a coincidence, huh? Not terribly so. It's the same people. You go back and look at the photos and you see some of those folks and you look today, it's it's the same characters that are calling the shots here. And there are a lot of characters that you don't see as they play along with the media because nobody's reporting who's really calling the shots. And everybody knows it's not Joe Biden, obviously. Yeah, I mean, Joe Biden couldn't be. These kinds of decisions and numbers I'm going to share with you today, there's no earthly way Joe Biden is making any of these decisions. He wouldn't even know any of these numbers. That's not being facetious here. Or, you know, it, it, it's just a fact. It's just a fact. I mean, he, he just doesn't have the wherewithal to help this conversation, which is why he doesn't talk freely to the press. It's why he's not out in the front. He's incapable of doing this kind of a conversation. Even this kind of a conversation on a teleprompter from Joe Biden is not going to be believable to anyone. It's not going to be. The policies that this cabal, this administration is putting into play now, you got to remember a lot of these things are going to take place two, three, four, five, eight, ten years from now. Okay. A lot of it. So, I'm going to suggest to you right up front here that a lot of this can be stopped and needs to be stopped. But but here's the thing. This should really, really, truly put an em emphasis on the urgent need. And I, I can't I can't explain this any differently than what I say now. I mean, the urgent need for everybody to understand the importance of these next elections, why it is so vital, so so serious, so critical. I mean, th this one coming up now is it's 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 hard to describe the importance of it. It it really is because this country cannot it, it will not survive uh, the trajectory of where this Biden cabal is taking the country. It's not going to survive it. And a lot of the policies and a lot of the things that Biden is doing right now. They will be taking place, a lot of the stuff in 26, 27, 28, 30, you, you follow me? So some of those things, you know, they can be turned back and, and struck down and changed and reverse policy, in other words, you know, full reversal policy. But the thing that worries me when I say that, there's another caveat to that, though, and a little bit what worries me is that I am absolutely certain that this cabal, they're pretty smart people, friends. They're not idiots. Uh, the, these communist bastards who are taking over the country, they're not idiots. And what worries me is that uh, they're, they're going to bury a lot of bones in a lot of sneaky, devious ways. And they're doing it already. They've done it. Just like with the Obama years, how he put a lot of these evil people in the bureaucratic state that's a fact. That's why we've had the troubles in the bureaucratic state. They're the ones who are really operating the government. It's not even 
uh, the president's administration. And we learned that through Trump. I mean, we knew that. It didn't matter what Trump did. And he did a lot of things that were positive for an American first agenda. Yeah, of course. Right. But we agree with that. He did a lot of things. But a lot of it was never really able to catch on in the light of day, uh, a good part of it anyways, because that bureaucratic state I speak about, uh, they have full reins and control. And that's why they were doing all those leaks and trying to undermine the administration. They didn't care what the hell his policies were. That's why all those emails and texts were floating back and forth with uh, Page and Strzok and all of that. They didn't care. They, they they have their own marching orders. You see, the, the globalist cabal marching orders. And this is one of the biggest problems we have today is that bureaucratic state that they think they, they, listen, they don't, they don't have any sense that they work for the American people. These people, they do believe that they are running the show. And for the most part, they are. They are running the show because they can they can put the screws and tighten up any policy. And if they're way it's this is this is what's happened when you have a 900 pound gorilla that's called the United States government and all those bureaucratic agencies. First of all, I mean, we need to have a complete shift. We need to we need to strike down Washington, D.C. And we need to get most of these agencies the hell out of Washington, D.C., but many of these agencies we need to eliminate completely because it's all just built the apparatus that is this 900-pound gorilla of the United States government, which is not good for anybody. It's just, it's a bureaucratic state of incompetency is all it is. They can't, you know, walk, chew gum and get out of their own way, basically, you know? And and we're reaping the, the horrible uh, repercussions from that. You know, certainly not rewards, but the, the repercussions from these policies uh, are doing grave, grave danger to America, for sure. Something's got to give, friends. That, that can only go on so long. Something has to give. That in order to fix the, what we're talking about here is in order to really fix the problem, what I state to you now is vitally important. I can't really put it any other way. All these things we all talk about every day and problems that come up and, you know, I mean, you can do, you know, another president comes in, here's what happens. They do executive orders and that's what happened with Trump. He did a lot of executive orders that Biden easily undid. That's, that's it's just a stroke of the pen. It's gone, done, over. And, you know, there's good and bad in that, obviously, because the next president come in, if it is a conservative America first uh, agenda, uh, God willing, right? Then they'll strike all those things down, but that's not the way to govern. It's not the way to have uh, an effective administration, an effective country uh, more so. It's not at all the way to do it, but that's what they're doing. And they're, you know, Congress isn't legislating properly and everybody is at odds up there. But you see, in, in order to really fix the problem. And we know we need to fix the problem. We know this 900-pound gorilla is out of control. we got to get it back in the bottle here. We know that. I mean, we, we all know that. And But in order to do that, we're going to have to do some serious remodeling. And we're going to have to, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, it is the bureaucratic state. I'm, I'm absolutely positive of what I speak about. It's That's far more important than it is 
who's in that administration. Now, again, the executive orders, they sign them, you know, that's going to be for the moment that becomes policy of the administration. But it doesn't mean the bureaucratic state is going to agree with those policies. Now, in this particular case with Joe Biden, the globalist, uh, the communist, they do. And so they play and act on those policies, as we'll talk about today with the EPA and other things that are happening. You see, they play on those policies. No problem. With Trump, when he was in office, that wasn't the case. They rebuked those policies and they basically told him to go to hell. And there was a lot of friction with the bureaucratic state and Donald Trump and his policies. So I've made my case already with you. If we're going to fix any of this, I'm telling you, we have to level the bureaucratic state. We've got to make major, major uh, transitions. I'm, I'm absolutely convinced we've got to get these agencies, the ones that we do, we, we don't need most of them, by the way, but the ones we do, we need to level Washington, D.C. If you want to fix it, that's what's got to happen. I mean, we really got to start again. That's something I really pray for, man, I have to tell you. Because this would be an amazing opportunity to, to uh, revitalize, revisit the American experiment, you know, to, to, to um, become anew, to rebirth. That would be the way you do it. Coming up with the 250 years, I, you know, this is something we should work at right now. We, first of all, we should pray on it. And then we should get busy and pull out an effort and real serious energies to make it happen. But what a gift that would be to freedom. What a gift that would be to our country and to, to humankind to be able to uh, to rebirth ourselves coming into the semi-quincentennial in, tw- in uh, 2026. You know, what, what a, right? What a, what a, what a, um, what a breath of fresh air that would be to be able to do that. And that's one of the things we'd have to do. We'd have to change in order, you know, just changing a president or an administration or Congress or whatever. That's not going to change. I'm telling you, it doesn't matter. Even if you have a conservative president, America first, a conservative House, America first, a conservative Senate, America first. I mean, that's a positive thing, to be sure, if you love America. But you see, the problem is the bureaucratic state is full of communists, (laughs) And they're going to undermine the policies. Do you see where I'm at? It's a serious problem. It's a very serious problem. And that's, I don't hear anybody talking about it. But it's got to be fixed. And a lot of those agencies need to be dismantled, need, need just disbarred, gone up, blown up, got done away with. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's what's going to happen. That would be a beautiful day in America. I have to tell you, I just pause my thinking a moment to think of what that day would be. I mean, it would be a total rebirth of our nation and our commitment as a free people and as the United States of America. You know, I referenced yesterday to you about getting, and I know I'm digressing just a bit here, but I know I've referenced about getting to the Capitol steps. And I I do see that as a moment to be able to get some of our red state governors who really believe in freedom and and can speak about it in ways that matter, along with some of our red state, uh, our uh, conservative, rather patriotic uh, politicians that understand the importance of our constitution and uh, our, our freedoms. 
Uh, and I've mentioned some of those folks in the last couple of days to you. And having a moment with the American people, we the people out on the front steps. So I'm going to bring this up to some of the um, uh, top politicians I've been talking about in past days. And I'll be having them on Viewpoint this Sunday and the, in the next few weeks, actually, got some pretty good heavy hitters coming on. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll be asking them this question, this point I've been bringing up with you in the last many days on the voice of a nation. I'm going to ask some of these leading politicians, uh, politicians like uh, Congressman Jim Jordan, politicians like Senator Ron Johnson. And I'm going to ask them why we can't have that moment, you know, out on the Capitol steps to and you know, organize a plan to take America back. And, I, you know, then the bureaucratic state, how we have to reform that. Because other than doing all of this, we're running around like, you know, with our heads cut off. And we're never really fixing the core of the problem. It's all surface dusting, you know what I mean? It's not really a strong house cleaning. Sometimes it's just surface stuff. You know, you wipe it off a little bit and, you, okay, we fixed the problem, you know. It never really fixed the problem because they're always undermining our policies and uh, an America first agenda. You know, the communists are well planted in this, in this uh, government bureaucratic uh, state. They're, they're in there, but they're, they're heavily entrenched in their people. And then that has been built up. That, that was the gravest danger that I seen long-term coming from the uh, Marxist uh, president, number 44, uh, Barack Obama. That, that was the gravest danger because he put a really bad cast of characters throughout our government institutions and the bureaucratic state. So and we're feeling that now. We've been feeling that for some years now. And that's part of the demise and the transformation of America that he talks about all the time. This whole transformation thing wasn't just an idea. It, it was something that he was doing to, uh, to this nation. And he's been doing it. So, so... Everything I share with you up front here, let, let me just please explain, just just hear me on this. I want you to understand this is all fixable. And I, 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 it's important you understand what I'm saying, okay? I don't think we're all ready to, you know, slit our wrist yet, okay? Uh, not that we ever will do that, but we'll always fight to our last breath, right? Right? But the emphasis is on these next elections and starting with this next one right now. And it's not just one election. It's going to be multiples. It's going to take a series of elections, right? We need to, this is what we got. We got to put this out there. We got to understand what, what, you know, what the problem is and how to fix this catastrophe that is the United States right now. And, the way to do that is is going to be to uh, really remodel Washington, D.C. and the bureaucratic state. But more than that, friends, and in addition to that, rather, I should say, we have got to emphasize the urgency to all Americans. If they don't seek the warnings now and some of the stats and things I even share with you today, but then they can kiss their America goodbye and they will have a communist nation. It is coming fast. Not just to a city and town near them, but the country as a whole is fast becoming a, a uh, Marxist utopia. And uh, it's what we're seeing right now. So anyways, that's that's what I suggest is the um, the, the remodel 
and the uh, emphasis of uh, these these next elections, this next one, the important because we can turn these things back. We can fix this. That's I think that's an important message. I know we've been a little doom and gloom in past days and times here, but we can fix this. I just need to make sure that message is getting across to people. And I, I recognize it's our responsibility to emphasize that part of fiction. So that's why I'm taking a moment with you, please, one-on-one -on -one here, okay? So please understand, not all is lost. We can fix this. And I'm seeing others even close to me who are understand the gravity of the moment. And they're kind of getting to their wits end as well, almost ready to give up on our nation. I've never seen that before in my lifetime, where people were willing to give up on our country. We always fought for the next election, the next moment, but things have gotten pretty bad here. We've become unglued in a lot of ways. And this is why it's a real fight. And it's important we stop a moment and talk about this honestly with each other, you know? I mean, this is life we're talking about. This is everything. Without our country, Without the United States of America, we have nothing. We have absolutely nothing. I mean, it's we're done. It's all done. You know, we move on. So that's not an option we want to consider. And that's why we need to turn this thing around and really emphasize and get back to being the follow-up to the greatest generation. The, we'll call it something else. I don't know. The greatest what? Let's think about what to call that after Tom Brokaw's greatest generation after World War II that saved the world many times over in the early part of the century. So we've got to call it something else now. The greatest what? The greatest, uh, I don't know, the greatest makeover generation, the greatest uh, uh, turnover generation, the, the most determined generation. Maybe it's the most determined generation. Maybe it's the... Um, you know, when, when things are so bleak and dark and you're able at the last moment to pull out a Hail Mary and, and save the game, you know, that's really what we're looking at here, kind of, I think. Something like that, you know. But it's going to take some remodeling, as I say here. There's a couple of big stories I want to touch with you on today that play to this narrative I'm talking to you about, which really today my message is build back better to the Stone Age. No, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Biden and your cabal. We, re we rebuke your ideas of a communist nation, and uh, we want nothing to do with it. So one of the big stories, that, and, I, and I want you to follow me. Stay with me on some of the numbers and stats because it's, um, it, it's, it's a little bit of math in here. But it's eye-opening when you understand. So the truckers, uh, it, first of all, um, the American truckers, and for those of you out there who are truckers that are listening or know people who are truckers, we love truckers. I just want to put that out there. They are really the heartbeat of America. It's just important we say that, okay? Our truckers, American truckers, we love America. We love truckers. We love American truckers. It's important to put that out there. And so right now they are warning uh, but this message, Biden's, the EPA regulations that are now being put forth with this Biden green energy, kumbaya, climate alarmism, save the world, you know, whatever. In the meantime, we have a, a small smidgen of the population that uh, China and India have combined. Uh, 
And these people are doing nothing to change their deal. They're they're going to live off of what we do to cut ourselves down to size. So we just go back to the Stone Age. China's moving forward in the AI world. They're going to move forward the other way. And India's right with them. In fact, India has just surpassed China as the most populous. It's just happened just, just here now, mid-year, this year, 2023. They've just passed China as the most populous nation in the world here. And we're talking some people here, my friends. We're talking some people here. So here's some numbers for you here. Uh, so India India now is 1.4286 billion. Okay, there's a there's a real number for you. Against China is 1.4257 billion. Okay. So they just went up by 2.9 uh, million is the difference now. India is just now surpassed. That's the first time that's happened. Uh, both of these cats are uh, they're, they're taking advantage of the situation. Like I say, they don't play. They don't play with any of the climate people. They don't care what, you know, Soros and uh, 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 John Kerry and G Gates and all of these cats are doing. They they don't play to any. They don't care what the WEF is doing. They beat to their own drum. That's what they do. And they're doing exactly that. But they're doing it at the expense of America in, in Amer for Americans is what they're doing it for. Uh, and it's because we have dumb political leaders here. I say dumb. They're not really dumb. That's it's really a wrong choice of words. They're actually very smart in what they're doing. So that's that's a tongue-in-cheek statement. It, it's it's idiotic what's happening. It, it's evil what's happening. But it's it's not dumb by the standards of where they're trying to take America to. Do you know what I'm you know what I'm saying? What, what they're attempting to do the country is tar right on target. And it's it takes a lot of smarts to do what they're doing, actually. And I don't think we give them enough credit now that I say that and I put that out there. I don't think we give these communist bastards enough credit. And I think we need to give them some more credit. They are smart, smart people. They know what they're doing. And they do it right there in the light of day. They've been doing it. And they're using the whole woke thing. And they're using the media, the media elites, uh, you know, and the social media oligarchs and all of these cats I rail against every day with you here. They're using all of those groups to jam this stuff down our throats so that we will like it. And the bureaucratic state is going to do things like I'm telling you now here to make damn well sure we like it. <laughs> but all this, the truckers are warning with the EPA regulations that Biden's putting forth are going to have a catastrophic is the word they use against America's food supply. So if you think you have problems now with inflation and you think you have trouble now with food supply and potentially even bigger problems and you think that's been a problem, brace yourself because what they're putting forth right now will minimize all of that and put a spotlight and put it on steroids, what it's going to do. Which is why I say to you, this economic suicide they're doing, now is the time to emphasize the need for all Americans, at least all Americans who have a brain for freedom and for an America first, those people. We, we need to emphasize the need for action right now based on this conversation today. My fellow Americans, I, I, we need your help. Need your help because if this doesn't happen, then we we are done. We can put a fork in it. There's you just can't keep keep going with this trajectory, and you can't you just simply can't keep going with the next couple of elections 
and the way that we are right now, you just cannot do it. You're not coming back from it. You're, you're not coming back from it. They would have succeeded and the bureaucratic state would have succeeded and America will be well on its path of taking the wrong fork in the road. And that's it. It's done. And 250 years, semi-quincentennial is going to be a funeral. It'll be a wake and a funeral. That'll be it. It's done and over with. So let, let's not go that road, please. I, I choose not to have that fork, uh, Your Honor. I choose the other road of prosperity to an America first agenda. All right, really. Uh, let me share a couple of things with you here first. Um, so the Biden administration, they just finalized these plans is what they're doing. And here's the, here's the concept here. Their, their argument is that to further reduce the air pollution from the heavy-duty engines and vehicles across the United States, again, with our minimal population, as compared in contrast to India and China, who don't do a damn thing, okay, you got all that, right? Uh, the, the, the truckers are arguing that these standards that they're trying to put forth are going to absolutely cross our supply chain and put the entire American food supply at risk. And they have stats and numbers here that back up what they're saying, okay? So the new emissions standards put forth by the EPA uh, are significantly more stringent and they, uh, they, they're gonna cover a wider range of these heavy duty engine operating conditions compared to the standards that they've been using, the industry's been using. All of this is about reducing the emissions of nitrogen oxides and all these other pollutants. And we'll be the only ones really doing it, supposedly that are going to, you know, care to uh, try to do all of this. And, and if it really ever mattered, but it's not, it doesn't matter. And I'll prove that in a moment here that it doesn't matter. Okay. The truckers are saying that these agency standards promoting Biden's green energy at the expense of the economy in the country's food supply is, is catastrophic and will be grave in danger. Now, more than 95% of the trucking companies that make up this whole trucking industry as we know it are just small mom and pop operations, okay? So understand that, 95% are small businesses. They're, they're small operations. That's the big chest of what runs our entire supply chain. And this is how we get stuff from west to east to west to north to south and back and forth. And that's how it happens through the trucking industry. I mean, these people and, you know, there's some cool people in trucking too. I mean, these are some of the hardest workers. You have to have a lot of respect for this business, you know, and what these cats do. Uh, JKC Trucking Vice President Co-Owner, Mike Kurchowski. He said Kurchowski, he believes that by complying with the EPA's clean energy mandates, many small trucking companies will be pushed out of business, tightening trucking capacity nationwide and causing severe price inflation far worse than what we have had currently, which will be, guess where all this is going? This is all passed to consumers. That's another faux pas that a lot of people don't get. They think this thing is only going to hurt the corporation or the trucking company or something else. You've got to have rocks in your head if you think that, because that's not who it hurts. Anybody in business is always going to pass that on to the consumer. And that's what will absolutely, there is no other way. You can't operate anything if you don't do that. It's not possible. But that's not the the, me, the media spin, uh, you know, puts a different 
look on it, a different headline on it, but it confuses people. It's not accurate. It's not truthful, you know. The EPA estimates the technology required to meet the new rule standards will cost between $2,500 and $8,300 per vehicle. Now, that's what the EPA is saying. That's what the EPA has estimated. That's what they're saying. These new rules that the Biden Kabbalah putting forth, somewhere between $2,500 and $8,300 per vehicle. But the American Truck Dealers Association, the ATDA, says they are full of you know what? And that 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 cost is looking more at $42,000 increase per truck. Well, that's a hell of a disparity, friends, between 25 and 83, so the EPA says, to a likely more like $42,000 increase per single truck. That's that's extensive. That's that's criminal. That's now you can see why they're backing up and making the statements of catastrophic and all of that, you know. So a, a new clean diesel long hauler tractor typically costs in the range for about about a buck eighty uh, to about two hundred thousand. Okay, uh, is what it is. A com now look at that. A, a comparable battery electric tractor. We're talking about four hundred eighty thousand dollars. The difference that you need to worry about with the numbers I just shared, how about a $300,000 upcharge? $300,000 per, per vehicle upcharge, because that would be a battery electric tractor, which is what they're pushing the industry to. And the industry doesn't want it, but they're mandating things and they're regulating. Every, see, everything's regulations. They're over-regulating. We don't have any more free. We're not a capitalist market anymore. We're not free enterprise. We're not free thinkers. We're not any of this anymore. It's all being mandated and pushed on to consumers and to companies and corporations, entities and consumers. You see, I mean, that's just cost prohibited. All of it is. And there's no way anybody can operate uh, with that. The mandate is based on this brand new technology, number one, and, th and that fact that they're supporting green uh, energy. Uh, and like they, the Trucking Association says, well, we support the green energy, but it's extremely frustrating because it's this new mandate that they are forcing truckers uh, are nonstop overregulated. Uh, as I shared with you, it's all overregulated. But there's that, that's a lot of the damage too being done by the Biden cabal that people don't talk about. It's not even the basic pure numbers on the surface. It's the regu it's the regulations. That's what's really damaging. They make things. Uh, prohibited to do business with regulations. They overregulate. And then you just, you cut everything off at the knees. You can't operate people. So you no longer have a free enterprise of any sorts because of regulations. That's one of the things that Trump tried to reverse and did reverse successfully, was a big success actually, was regulations. And remember, that's why the economy jumped up like it did. Uh, through the Trump years. And that's why you probably, if you were paying attention, you would have heard a lot of outreach and a lot of conversation from the business groups and communities about the fact they were thrilled and were able to jump up growth considerably based on the fact that the, the regulations were downsized to nil in a lot of cases. But that's how you have free enterprise. That's how you have a, a capitalism. That's how you have free thinkers and free opportunities. And you have a quality of life that gets, you know, it raises, uh, it rises from the bottom up. 
you know, and that it's a, it's a bottom up sort of thing and everybody prospers. Well, that's what you want here. And yet these kinds of things they're doing here are in the direct opposite of that. Uh, they are, uh, you know, they're screwing with things they don't need to be. It's just like the Federal Reserve and the inflation and tipping the country over to the other side. It's the same thing they're doing there I mean, that we've been talking about, you know, same, same deal. So you got to consider uh, all of these trucks are not going to have uh, the electric vehicle cost. You've got the mileage range. You've got the battery weight. And that's another part is the battery weight and safety mechanism of this thing. The charging time, the wasted time for this. Some of the numbers I looked at this on a couple of studies, by the way, I was dumbfounded just looking at some of the pure numbers we had here. Uh, let me read you this quote here. Interesting. It's baffling that the EPA is pushing forward with more impractical emissions timelines without first addressing these overwhelming concerns with electric commercial motor vehicles. Uh, the, the pursuit of this radical environmental agenda is in conjunction with an anticipated speed limiter mandate will regulate the safetyest and most experienced truckers right off the freaking road. Uh, that's their quote, minus the freaking part. Uh, that's me. And uh, but the rest of that's their quote. And that's the, the Truckers Association. That's the, what they're saying. I mean, they're they're all over this right now. And, they, and they've got a lobby. It's just something I want to bring up with our legislators as well and see what they're doing about it. Uh, and then where do you hear these numbers on the charge of an electric truck? Um, it's you can understand this thing is it's a suicide mission. What we're talking about. There's, I mean, they're just, they're trying to cut this whole thing down at the knees. I mean, they're, this, this is putting this uh, calamity we have now in our economy. Uh, it, this is putting us in a grave, grave situation. These EPA regulations and the Biden cabal putting forth, you know, and we have to fight. This is, and I'm seeing what's happening now. This is going to have to be something we have got to push back. We can't allow this. We can't accept this. And I need you to, this is, we got to push back. We we cannot allow this and which we're not going to be able to stop Biden right now, his cabal. So that's why we've got to, we got to do this next election. Even if we have to steal the next election from the bastards, we have to do the next election. We need to ballot harvest and we need to drive people. I don't care what we got to do. Doesn't matter. Play them, fight them back with their own game. I agree with Trump on that point. Ballot harvest till the cows come home. Somebody's, well, we shouldn't do that. Yeah, shut up. Wipe them back with their own game. Have them vote from the graveyard if they need to. At this point, I don't, you know what? Win the next couple of few elections and save the country and put the communists out of business. And whatever that takes, it takes. As I said with you the other day, what's that famous quote I was sharing with you? I love that quote. Grantland Rice. It's not whether you win or lose. It's how you play the game. Well, I disagree with that entirely, Your Honor. It does matter whether you win or lose. And we damn well want to play the game to win. Whatever that takes, that's what we got to do, friends. Well, it's all back at AmericaOutloud.news, friends. Uh, that's where we are. That's that's the to the beat of the drum. Uh, it's liberty and justice for all is back at our uh, site, at our platform. Please help us and share the out loud truth, please. That's what we need everybody to do is to really double down here and get to the 
get to the site, get to the homepage and share, share, share the truth. Get it out there as many times as you can, please, and wake people up. We have the best in class uh, host, writers, columnists, uh, show hosts, uh, talk radio, podcast, video, uh, blogs, communist, uh, communists, columnists. Uh, we don't have any communists, not yet. Been no infiltration here, <laughs> America out loud. At least that I know. I mean, if you find any, let me know, and we'll uh, we'll throw them out on their uh, on the street. I was going to say throw them out of their asses, but I thought I should be a gentleman. Not that that would change anytime soon. Well, friends, it's all back there at AmericaOutloud.news. It's the place to go to uh, help us secure liberty and justice for all. And while you're at it, go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get the latest, including the Cofix Throat Spray. Brand new product just launched over the last couple of months, just in time for the fall season of RSV, influenza, pathogens, more variants, more garbage, more everything get thrown at us. The throat spray gets right there, and it's a one-two protocol. You have the nasal hygiene in the nose, got the throat spray in the throat, and you now get 25% off when you use the code. There it is, OutLoud25. I just wanted to make sure that looking at the shop myself. AmericaOutloud.shop is where you get all the discounts and best pricing right there on all these amazing, amazing products, uh, to be sure, right there. Take a quick pause, and we'll be joining you in just moments here on The Voice of a Nation. Changing the world one person at a time. Here, we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the wellness company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? 
These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to americaoutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Hey, we're back at you here on The Voice of a Nation. Malcolm at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Fridays. Help us get the word out there, if you would, please, even about the show, The Voice of a Nation, uh, that there are people on the front lines here fighting for our peace and prosperity and our liberty and justice for all. And it's right here at AmericaOutloud.news. Please help us and, and and bring your friends with you next time you come, please. Okay, let people know uh, the the show. Let them know the conversation. Let them know what we're doing. Uh, we're fighting hard. We're in the trenches here. So back to these trucks and the EPA regulations coming from the Biden cabal. I want to share with you now the charge of an electric truck. Get a load of this now. The charge uh, of an electric truck it takes about 10 hours and the distance could be about 150 to 300 miles. Okay. Follow my math now, please. 150 to 300 miles, a hell of a range there, uh, to charge for 10 hours. So to give you an idea right now, they're saying one of our diesel trucks, when it fills out at about 300 gallons, it has a capacity to go between 1600 to 1800 miles. Okay. All right. So these 300 miles on the upfront part that I share with you, uh, that, that part of it, let's say you and I jump in a truck tomorrow and we have to go to, let's say Los Angeles uh, from Chicago. And we're barely out of the state of Illinois, let alone able to get food to the West coast or come back by this standard of what they're doing. Do you see how uh, egregious this all is? So it's just gonna take the transit time and increase it exponentially is what's happening. Those are my words, but that's what it's gonna do uh, with this supposed new technology. It's new It's new suicide mission is what it is. Uh, the distance should be uh, as much as we have now, if not even further. Uh, so it'll, it, it, this technology is, uh, bottom line is it, it's going to cripple the industry in ways that, uh, you, you can't imagine here. These lithium batteries as well weigh, weigh around 8,000 pounds, 8,000 pounds, which means there'll be 8,000 pounds less in payload and each electric truck to make room for a four ton battery. Can you believe that? I mean, they have to now take less payload to get the lithium battery in there, to get everything about this program sucks. Everything about it is ridiculous on its face. Everything about it is there's nothing about prosperity in this new EPA regulations from the communists, not a thing. Why would we even consider anything like this? Only if we wanted to uh, have economic suicide and dismantle our country. That's the only reason we would do this, friends. It's, it's, uh, it's beyond sick, you know. So we got to fight and push back about that. The other big story I want to bring to your attention is the uh, Biden's plans now to block the more oil drilling uh, in the uh, Alaskan uh, frontier there. And this is one that Trump had opened up in the Trump administration. It opened up all of these. And let me tell you, 
we're well beyond all of this. Safety and security within this industry, you can have all of it. You can have the best of all worlds. Uh, I think conservatives and patriots uh, are some of the most passionate people that care about our wildlife and our environment. And I'll say it again. Good America first people, pa patriotism, uh, conservative constitutionalists appreciate more of our lands and our uh, uh, environment than these communist bastards do, to be sure. And I'm, I'm just telling you, I'm putting it right out there because it's a cold stone fact. It's an absolute fact. I mean, we love going out and be able to see, in fact, all of the carbon and all of the green trees and all of the beauty that uh, our country uh, possess. And uh, and we want to say we want to secure our, our our this beauty for uh, future generations, uh, to be sure. Uh, so right now, uh, Trump had uh, opened up. You can have the best of all worlds, which is why Trump had opened up all of the uh, accepting the leases to do more drilling uh, and in the um, uh, Alaskan frontier and throughout the country. Uh, this this was a real. Uh, uh, a real push through his administration to uh, be more approachable, to have more of these companies in their drilling. And now you see Biden is blocking all the drilling uh, in the Alaskan wildlands. So they've just banned 10 million acres of prime, very resourceful land in the Alaska North Slope from any development whatsoever. This canceled all the leases that Trump had opened up in his administration. And, uh, and, and it covers, this covers about half, by the way, of the uh, National Petroleum Reserve in Alaska, uh, this 10.6 million acres, basically. The Interior Secretary has canceled all seven of the outstanding leases the Trump administration awarded for oil exploration of the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Uh, and um, uh, Biden, this was a campaign promise, again, that he did. He pledged to the environmentalists and the green people, the huggers and all that, if they would uh, put him in office. And Bernie Sanders, the Unity Task Force and AOC and remember all that whole green, new Green Deal thing and all of that. Well, she had they had to do a lot of funny business to be able to get these people in their camp. And in order to get the election between that and COVID is how they got an incapacitated president that was running a campaign from the basement and, and cheating with all of the ballot officers and the stealing through graveyards and the rest of it and the electronic means of what they did. This was a multi-level approach to be able to steal the election, basically fraud all the way. There's no doubt about that. I mean, you know, they changed a lot of the rules to do what they did, but they did it just the same. And uh, and and that's uh, I, but I digress. But that's how they got into power to begin with. It's it's why uh, we're dealing with this crap today here. Uh, now, there's one uh, project up there, by the way, in Alaska. It's called the Willow Project. I don't know if you heard of it or not, but it's the one project that Biden has. Uh, and they're they're not happy. The um, green people are pissed off at Biden for leaving that one in play. Uh, they are saying, Biden, that it's because it predated his presidency, uh, is what the, uh, the the cabal is saying. Uh, but they're under heavy political pressure to push that one out on their backside as well and get rid of that one, the Willow Project up in that area. Uh, and I've been watching some of the back and forth on this Willow Project. 
the Alaska Oil and Gas Association uh, has said that the new policies will make the United States more reliant on foreign oil, which could produce more planet warming emissions than oil extracted in Alaska. Think about that statement I just shared with you right there. I mean, think about that statement. They go on to say the constant barrage of government regulation changes and whipsaws tell investors that Alaska is not a place to do business and makes no sense because Alaska has the highest environmental standards and some of the lowest emissions in the country. There you go. There you go right there. It's put out by the folks up in Alaska. That's talking to the moose's mouth. Uh, yeah, it's right there, man. You know I was going to say something else, but I didn't. I caught myself, you know. Uh, but but that, there it is right there. I mean, and so think about So see, all of their policies... Like I started this broadcast and I told you with what, if you really cared about the world and what was happening, this has nothing to do with the world. It has nothing to do with the environment of the world or the green of the world. It, it doesn't have anything to do with that. Nothing. Not a thing. Because not all of it's nonsensical. John and India is doubling down and they're sucking that stuff up and polluting more than anybody ever. Uh, you know, really. And they don't do any of this stuff. And they got way more people than we have more mouths to feed more more uh, uh human waste more everything you know everything it's multiplied exponentially upward I mean, these are huge countries with huge populations and uh compared to our country and where we are i mean this has been very fascinating that we've had such unbelievable success with the amount of people that just shows you it's American ingenuity and it's what makes America great. And it's why certain people are trying to make America great again. <laughs> That's what MAGA is all about, right? In a, in a beautiful way. But the Alaska Oil and Gas Association, for them to say this, that the Biden policies make the United States more reliant on foreign oil. Okay, so we can all agree with that statement. That is a fact. That, I mean, that's a cold stone fact. So now we end up with all of these, these the posture and, and problems we have because we are now indebted and we need these adversaries and enemies for foreign oil because we're not energy independent anymore. We're far from that. So we have to kiss the toad to get what we want, which is the position we were in, in the 70s and 80s. Uh, too much of that stuff. And it got us into a lot of wars and a lot of retracted problems and things we didn't need to be involved in. And so when the Alaska Oil and Gas Association says that these policies will make the USA more reliant on foreign oil, you think about that a moment, which will produce, here's the catch-all. Here's, here's the drum roll, please. You got to understand it. Which will produce more planet warming emissions, if it mattered, and it really doesn't, but if it did right there, based on their theory, then oil entrenched in Alaska. So it does the direct, if it mattered, just like China and India, the fact they're not going to succumb to any policies to do anything, yet we're cutting ourselves down at the knees right off, if it mattered. And all the things we're doing are not going to make the difference anyways, but they're going to, one thing they will guarantee us is we will go back to the Stone Age. It'll be economic demise, suicide.
by hanging, environmental hanging. But that's where we're headed, folks, based on this cabal and these plans of what I share with you. Uh, I mean, you just can't make this stuff up. It's all nonsensical. The Alaska lawmaker, uh, Senator Lisa Murkowski, who is no stretch of an imagination of a conservative. She's a left-wing, moderate, rhino, whatever you want to call her, in the Republican Party, uh, for sure. Even she sees this as a problem. And she says, and I quote, these decisions are illegal, reckless, defy all common sense, and are the latest signs of an incoherent energy policy from President Biden. Well, probably for the first time in a very long time, I agree with Senator Lisa Murkowski. I haven't said that in a very long time, if ever. And there it is. I agree with that, her, and that statement. It is reckless. It does defy all common sense. And it absolutely is an incoherent energy policy. Its only purpose is to create pain back here at home. It is economic suicide. And if this was all followed through right now, hear me carefully, my fellow Americans. If these policies are not reversed, if we don't dismantle this bureaucratic state, if we don't start to change what fundamentally what I'm speaking about now, your country will fail. And this country will rapidly go back to the Stone Age as we are surpassed from these other entities, our other adversaries around the world. That is a cold stone fact that will send us to the Stone Age right there. No doubt in my mind, not a single, but the good news is there's hope. It's called election in America. I would encourage the right to do whatever they have to do. I would, when I say the right, uh, people who love the Constitution, conservative Christians, I would say do everything you have to do to get them to vote from the graveyard and ballot harvest to the, to the cows come home. Even the cow farts will take to make sure we win these next elections. And I want to say just one election, but it surely starts with this next one. But we need to win the next many. And then we need to rid out the rot in the government swamp, the bureaucratic state that I've been talking to you about. And that's what's going to happen right there, my fellow Americans. Build back better to the Stone Age. It becomes clearer and clearer to me what they're up to. There's no reason you do these kinds of things otherwise. We need your help. Help us save our country and our future for our kids and our grandkids for this great nation. Got a lot of work to do. Got to roll your sleeves up and get ready to do it. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, America. America.